What's up? Happy dynamite. Obligatory dynamite. Um. Today was an episode, huh? What, what show is everyone watching? Hmm? You didn't say welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. Oh, welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Marcus. Um, oh, I'm also joined by our special co-host. Booby! A.K.A. the Black Lump on the Booby Cat. Booby Cat. Nothing. Stone Cold. Steve Austin. But that's why we hire her. That's why we hired her. We hired her? Well, that's why we said we, we hired her. Are we paying her? Well, we feed her. Okay. We, we do? Y yes. You actually specifically feed her. I thought that was fake food. No, that's real. Those burnt brown bits are real as day. Yeah. Well, today was dynamite. It was it was a fun episode. Nothing too spectacular besides Lance Archer coming back, um, and and Brody debuting. Um, it, it was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I thought this was a banger of an episode. I thought the matches themselves were. Yeah, the matches were not all there, but like they didn't need to be, in my opinion. This was a very story-rich episode, as opposed to a match, like a, a barn burner match episode. This wasn't a grand slam. Yeah. Um, That's fair. But uh, we had some important tidbits from today's Dynamite. Um... We got uh, Re Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Um, a little more tension between them. Um, we got Wardlow versus CM Punk, which will culminate probably at the Cleveland show in uh, um, MJF versus Punk, and then Wardlow turning on MJF. Um, we got. Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Um, Sean Spears versus Punk announced for next week. Uh, we got uh, announced for, I think for next week, Britt and Cole versus Orange and Chris. That's going to be yeah. sick. Um... We got uh, Adam Page's next challenger for the title, which is a returning and ideally healthy Lance Archer. Um, he was out for a little while, a few months, I think, uh, because he landed on his neck. Yeah, only a few months. Yeah. Um, we got announcement of FTR versus Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. Karashita versus Serena Deeb ended up being a little bit of a stinker. T-Rex, thank you for the bits. Welcome. Welcome. 
Uh, and then Matt Hardy and Penta, which just resulted in uh, Malachi showing Brody, Brody King. Uh, we enjoyed Dynamite. It was fun. I didn't... I, I mean, the matches were nothing spectacular, but it, the story was, was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And then we got the Acclaim vs. Bear Country, and then Sammy vs. Daniel Garcia for the TNT title. Which, that was a lot of fun. That was fun, but that one like was very hard for me to keep up with. Which is why I'm glad I don't take notes on matches. Because I can enjoy them. Well, I, I've gotten to a point where I can take notes and, like, enjoy what mm-hmm. I'm watching. But it, there are some matches where it's just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, the fuck? I feel like a Daniel Garcia match is like that. Like, why was Eddie out there in the first Eddie place? Eddie was out there because he, he wants to beat the shit out of Daniel Garcia. Because of what he did to his knee. He said he can barely walk with his knee. Right on. So, I don't know. I, I, I've, I guess like it's weird to me to see somebody at ringside when they don't like the person. They don't have any stake in the match either. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, he was probably just waiting till the match was over and then going to beat Garcia's ass. Oh, maybe that's why 2.0 came in. 2.0 came in because they just wanted Garcia to win. And so they were going to... But they attacked Eddie. Yeah, because he was there. I don't know. Ah. I, I just love Eddie's line about Sammy saying, no, I don't give a shit about Sammy. Nobody gives a shit about Sammy. I just want to beat Garcia's ass. Listen. If you ask me, he's got a point. Which I can't wait for the eventual Eddie versus Garcia. That's going to be incredible. Yeah, that's going to be fun as fuck. Um, so before we get too deep into the episode, do you want to go over some news? Oh boy, howdy do I, because we have a whole lot of news, as is typical of a Wednesday. Um, and tomorrow we'll probably have one piece of news, maybe. And... Can't even promise After that. the news, we're going to talk about what we're going to be covering on Sunday's show, our special sh- Sunday variety show. Oh, are we now? Yes, we are. Okay. Sick AF. Welcome to the news. I'm your host. I host. The news forecaster. Or the newscaster. All right, so let's start with PWG, shall we? Um, PWG announced their night one lineup. It is going to be Bandito versus Speedball Mike so Bailey, good. Jonah versus so Buddy good. Matthews, Jonathan Gresham versus so Davey good. Richards, JD Drake versus Black Tarus. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for something there. Um, Lee Moriarty versus Alex so Shelley. Jack Cartwheel versus Leo Rush. Okay. Kevin Blackwood versus Daniel Garcia, which is going to be sick as yeah, fuck. Yeah. Um, and Aramis versus Ray Horace. Okay. Damn. Which is like a fun fucking experience. Where the fuck is that? January 29th. Not, wait, which show is that? Which PWD sh- PW, PWG show is that? 
Battle oh, of Los Angeles. I, I thought Battle of Los Angeles had a different lineup, but that does sound really good. No. Well, this is night one. Okay. This is night one. So. Um, also, speaking of things that have been announced, NGPW's Golden Series Tour. We have some matches announced for that. The tour is going to run from the 20th of January to the 20th of February. Thank fucking God I have missed NJPW. I am chomping at the bit to fucking watch them wrestle again. It's going to be another eight days. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to see Naito wrestling um, Okada on the final night of the series on the 20th of February. Um, Tanahashi is going to defend the IWGP US Championship against Sonata during the February 19th event. And um, the IWGP Heavyweight and Junior Heavyweight titles will also be defended on the show. Um, and on February 13th, Evil and Ishii are going to face off in a Lumberjack match for the Never Openweight Championship. It's going to be terrible. Um, yeah, that's not going to be fun. But then... The IWGP Junior Heavyweight title is going to be um, on the line on February 11th when Desperado defends against Master Watto. Thank you, WrestleTalk. I just stole the entire line from them. Sorry. Um, I'm not excited for that. I'm really hoping that Desperado somehow pulls some shit out of his ass. Mm -hmm. Like, ta-da. Yeah. Considering Watto already defeated him once. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and then we have since lost another person to the NFT bug. Uh, Bret Hart is back in the NFT game. Um, he revealed that he is preparing to launch Bret Hart's Cartoon World NFT project. Of he is. Um, they're going to have an AMA for it on January seventeenth. He wrote this on his Discord. Um, which it's just so weird to me to think of like legends using discord. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, can't have shit. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to have everyone else have to hear this painful news. Um, speaking of painful news, Hulk Hogan thinks that Betty White died from the COVID vaccine. Yeah. I think that's like last from last week, but yeah, it's something we should. Along with a a list of uh, now, I think and now I think he's saying that Bob Saget also did. I said, oh yeah, even though it's, I think even though it was a uh, confirmed, it was either a heart attack or a stroke. People are also saying that Hulk Hogan got fired. I haven't seen any news about that yet, so I'm mm -hmm. not gonna say shit. Um. Also, Jay White is returning to Impact. He is going to be on Impact. Um, January. Jay White's returning to Impact, and if you don't want to hear when he's returning to Impact, then don't listen to the next few seconds of this podcast. Um, he's going to be at some tapings, um, at, at Fort Lauderdale on January 21st and 22nd. So that'll be fun. Hopefully he sticks around. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't know what his vibe is, but. Um, then on to some other news. Uh, MLW is suing uh, WWE over alleged attempts to undermine competition. Um, I'm not gonna read the whole blog, but um, basically, they are accusing WWE of trying to monopolize the professional wrestling market. 
um, and are interfering with MLW's contracts um, as well as like prospects. Um, Apparently, they're saying that WWE has been wrongfully depriving its competitors of critical opportunities for many years, but its latest conduct has been even more unconscionable. I think we speak for the rest of the professional wrestling world when we say that this anti-competitive behavior has to stop. That was MLW's CEO, Court Power. Can't um, wait to see how that goes. And yeah, WWE said that they have, believe that the claims have no merit. Which I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if they do or don't. Uh, important note: MLW's uh, the law firm that they're using for this case is one that Donald Trump used. So it is a high-profile firm, but I don't think they'll be able to crack uh, WWE. No, I don't think so. Um, speaking of WWE, let's segue. Um, Big E apparently is not happy with uh, his um, championship mm. reign or how it was handled. Really? Um. Yeah, would you believe that? Um, he said that he was hoping to knock it out of the park. He says he feels he fell a bit short. Um, and, you know, he did it in, like, a positive way where he was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, climbing back up there. It's like... I mean, I could see right. the, the WrestleMania match. Like, if I could see Seth, like, maybe beating Roman or something. Or, or yeah, maybe Seth beating Roman, and then Big E versus Seth at WrestleMania. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe using some underhanded tactics to beat Roman. Um, I don't know. I, I, I could easily see Big E winning back that title. Because Seth was supposed to win at, at uh, um, day one. So... I think what they had planned was a one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania, or at least at Rumble, but now we'll probably get it at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, also, we are now looking at Odyssey Jones apparently is injured, um, and... We might not have Veer Mahan, but we do have Saurav, who is back on 205 Live. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the one that uh, leaked Great American Bash's uh, finish. It was funny, because last night, I, I looked him up very recently, and apparently, like, at the time that I looked him up, they, WWE had still said, like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing with him. And they were like, we have no plans, so. Which I thought was really weird that they had no plans for him and they had no clue how to use him, but they didn't release him because that seems to be like a very WWE thing to do. Yeah, probably because he didn't cost that much. Also, speaking of people coming back, Cameron and Melina. Oh. Probably should have said spoilers. Sorry, guys. Um. Well, if you don't want to hear the rest of this, then just mute it, because I didn't say anything yet. Um, but Cameron and Melina are set, apparently, for Royal Rumble. Um, there's rumors that they're going to be part of it. There's obviously no confirmation yet, but... Makes sense. 
they don't have that much female talent right now, like to fill an entire rumble. Yeah. And they don't have, they said that they don't want to use NXT that heavily, so. Makes sense. I'm honestly kind of excited to see Cameron again. I kind of always liked her a little bit. I don't think I. Like Melina, of course. I haven't but... seen much stuff with her, so I don't know. And you notice we're getting a bunch of information on the women's rumble, um, but not so much the men's. Yeah. I think they'll keep that tight lip for a minute. Yeah. Uh, that might mean that they have the most surprises for the men's rumble. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, speaking of men and the WWE, um, WWE are apparently interested in Wardlow, which is like one of those articles where I read it and I was like, I'm interested in owning a four bedroom house, but I don't have that. I mean, but I guess they're the interested is in that they could afford Wardlow. You can't afford a four bedroom house. You're right, but can they lure Wardlow is the question. And I'm sure they're also interested in like powerhouse Hobbs, Luchasaurus, like the, the all the big guys. Well, I think I think Wardlow's contract is coming yeah. up soon. I think that's why. Um final piece of news for tonight is the Jera Cruise was postponed for a whole fucking year. Which, good for them. It's the right thing to do. Um, but still, it's like... Whole year. Yeah. Uh, they they were trying to get it back on track on the right schedule by doing it... I, I don't know when the last one was, but... The last one happened at a time that they don't... November. November. Yeah, yeah, so they were... They are trying to do it... Um, soon to get it back on its normal schedule uh but because of covid that didn't work out yeah um that's all i got for you for news okay. um you want to talk about our news oh yeah our news i forgot what our news was for a second <laughs> you came I up did. with our news so this Sunday, or typically with our Sunday shows, for those who are unaware, we, we cover a random show that is happening during the week. Could be something big in the middle of the week, or on the weekend. Could be just a regular episode of nothing else that's happening. It's probably the, we'll, we'll cover the biggest thing that's happening. Um, so this week, on Sunday, we are going to be covering Terminus. Jonathan Gresham's uh, pure wrestling uh, event. And that will be happening on Sunday, January 16th. But the thing is, here's, here's the thing. We want to know from you guys, should we make this a live watch-along? Or should we make this a, a normal post-show recap and review right after the show? Um, I don't know what time Terminus starts. Let's see, Terminus uh, Wrestling. 
but, 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 wonder if they have a card on, okay, um, there's, um, give me, give me a start time. Why do they not, like eight. what was that? Probably like eight. Because I know it's on the East Coast, so. Oh, it's, okay. Six. Six p.m. Wow. Mr. Gresham, thank you. So, either. He said early to bed for all of us. Either would be feasible. So we just want to know. We want to know from everyone watching. Um, what would you prefer? Live watch along or a post show? So far. We're leaning more towards live, live watch along, but if more people prefer post-show, we'd be more than happy to do that. Somebody comes out and they're like, no, I fucking hate live watch along, so maybe Somebody we'll Somebody comes it. in with a Money in the Bank contract. <laughs> I'm forcing you to do it afterwards. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be a lot of fun for those unaware. Um... Uh, Terminus, Jonathan Gresham's grappling and, and pure wrestling uh, prom uh, promotion? I'm not sure if it's a promotion or just one event. Um, it's going to have a bunch of dream matches happening featuring Bandito, Jay Lethal, Gresham himself, Jordan Grace, among others. And uh, definitely, definitely suggest watching either our live watch along or our recap. So, uh, we'll be we'll be keeping everyone up to date on our Twitter at Pinfall Podcast uh, for the final the final decision. Um, but either way, Sunday we'll be going live with that. Okay, I'm looking Me forward too. to this. All right, so you want to get into our our uh, dynamite. Yeehaw! Cowpoke. Right, so we got to start off the show. Not a match this time. Adam Cole and Red Dragon come out. And, and Cole says, Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? 2021 was a great year for the three of us. 2022 is going to be better. I have not been pinned since I got here. I have not been made to submit and I am undefeated in singles. The boys are back together. We got Kyle and Bobby, the baddest team on God's green. Uh, boys and girls, it's a new era. He put emphasis on the new era um, in AEW. I still don't know if they're calling themselves New Era or Will once they've separated themselves from the Bucks. Um, or it's just them being cheeky. Um... But then the Bucks come out, and they're saying, what's going on here? Seeing how uh, Matt says, oh no, Nick? Says, seeing how I beat COVID's ass in two days, we figured we'd come down to the ring and join ya. Um, <laughs> Kyle says, nobody invited you to Jacksonville either, but that didn't stop you and Landon from coming out and helping us against the Super Friends. I love that Kyle's kept his his gimmick of uh, not getting anyone's name right. I also just love that he's like back to kind of being like not like 
goofy, but like he's back to being a fucking yeah. nuisance. I love that. Also, I really just real quick, I loved Adam's little shout out to the baddest team on God's Green. I thought that was great. What's that in reference to? Gave me like a little. Um, I know that Kyle used to say it about Redragon. Oh, okay. Um, also, a little, little bit, of, a little bit of news to add on to what we mentioned earlier. Tony Schiavone extended his contract with AEW till 2024. Tony Schiavone. And also, Drake Words got his account suspended by Twitter. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> All right. Um. So. Adam Cole then says, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, one of the best tag teams in pro wrestling. Oh, no, no. Matt Jackson said this. Uh, you didn't need our help. We do have to make one thing clear. This is our company. We're the longest reigning AEW tag team champs in company history. Our New Year's resolution is to get our belts back. And um, Kyle said, we have the exact same resolution. Bobby said, there's not a single team on this planet that, that are going to stand between myself and Kyle and those titles, and that includes you and you, meaning the Bucks. Um, Cole interjects and says, this is what we need, a little friendly competition. This is what makes us the greatest faction in history. Look at best friends. What an absolute joke. And the best friends come out on cue. Cole says, Orange Cassidy, what could you possibly have to say that is of any importance? And a whole brawl breaks out. Um... Cole gives a low blow to Orange Cassidy. Chris Statlander stands in the way of Cole's last shot, but Britt comes out and attacks Chris Statlander, uh, and she holds Orange up for a super kick from Cole. Um, and then Cole gives the last shot to Cassidy. Uh, and then he he kneels in the ring, ready himself for a kiss from the Bucks, but instead Britt pushes them away and gives him a big old smooch. And then we get a Wardlow video package. Very, very well put together package. And then we get Wardlow versus CM Punk. Boy, was it it a match. better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I hated the ending, but yeah. I like a little sneaky, sneaky pin. Um, so Wardlow shoulder tackles Punk. He... Really just clobbers him for a hot fucking minute. Um, he, Punk wants the GTS on Wardlow, but Wardlow avoids it. Um, Wardlow wants... What does he fucking call it? The Symphony of Power? Is that what it is? Um, I think that's just what Excalibur calls it. Symphony of Power Bombs. Cool. Because it's just okay. a bunch of power bombs. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, I, mm. I know what it is. It's just I didn't know... Let me... Let me... What what term they use for because I know that Excalibur has been using a specific right. term. Let me look up Wardlow and see if that is like an official term of his uh, power bombs. Um, but Wardlow wants to powerbomb Punk through the fucking mat. Punk avoids it. Wardlow ends up just fucking tossing the guy. Just fucking overhand throws him. Um, Punk goes in with some clotheslines on Wardlow but Wardlow um, just kind of absorbs them. It does. It takes um, a springboard clothesline uh, to get Wardlow down. It doesn't really matter though. Um, Wardlow ends up powerbombing Punk once, and then six more times, and then through a table. 
Um, and then Punk manages to beat the 10 count because Aubrey Edwards said, fuck you, you're wrestling, buddy. Um, he said seven power bombs. I don't care. Um, Punk gets in the ring and he's just kind of crumpled. MJF is like, Lord, do I want you to powerbomb him one more time? Or something like that. Or keep powerbombing him, basically. And Wardlow's like, no, I don't want to. But he does. He goes for it. He ends up getting fucking uh, rolled up. And he loses the match. It's not a roll up. It was a, a small package. Integral. Oh. Uh, the, was it not integral? Those are the same thing, but a roll up is, is worse. That's okay. so how Sean Ross Sapp put it. Uh, okay. But according to Cage Match, Wardlow's uh, uh, symphony of power isn't in it. His only signature is called the Splash Mountain Power Bomb. Don't know what that looks like. I don't know if I want to. Um. So right after that match, um, MGF starts yelling at Wardlow. Um, Wardlow. Uh, grabs MJF by the collar and Spears comes out and starts pleading with Lord Wardlow, gets him to back off and then they go, they go back together. Um, the, and this kind of showed why I think Spears is going to end up siding with Wardlow. I, I think this is going to be MJF also breaking maybe also turning on, on Spears as well because Spears has been, Telling Wardlow to to finish quickly, get the pin, and that's it. MJF really wanted it to be prolonged. Um, so there's been some conflicting thoughts here, and I don't know. Wardlow and Spears just have so much good chemistry. Maybe Wardlow would need a guy to talk for him, which could be good in Spears. But also, I want Spears to stay a heel. He's so good as a heel. That's true. That's true. I don't know if there's any way to do Spears without making him a heel. They could keep uh, Wardlow as a heel. I guess they could. I guess. It just it would be weird. Um. Miriam said, "But have we considered that maybe Sean is the mastermind of this whole thing, and he's doing this to take control of the pinnacle from MJF? It's possible. It's possible." That might be a little swerve. Um, swerve? Because <laughs> also, you also have to factor in FTR. Where would they side if this split happened? With Tully? Where would Tully side? With FTR. <laughs> They're their own entity at this point. They've got their cool 80s music. They have their cool 80s music, and they have each other. God, their music's so good. Um, Alright, so after that we get Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Another big guy versus small guy match. Yeah, I'm gonna need Dante to start tucking his fucking head. Like yesterday. He whacks his head into Basically. the so many times. Boy, it makes me nervous. Gotta tell ya. Um, so Dante fucking takes Hobbs all the way out of the ring. Um, 
it was very messy. Like I, I, I didn't even catch exactly what happened. Like he flew at Hobbs and, and kind of like tumbled over Hobbs, who was then taken over the ropes. Then we all just fell to the ground in a clatter. Um, ringside, we get a spinebuster to Dante from Hobbs. That's when Dante smacks his little noggin against the ground. Um, in the ring, we get a vertical suplex to Dante and then a clothesline to the little man. Hobbs goes for the torture rack, but Dante breaks free. Hobbs then lifts Dante to the apron. Dante ends up kicking Hobbs upside the head. Hits him with a missile dropkick. And then... And I, I didn't... I guess I looked away for five seconds. Um, then Jay Lethal's out there. Yeah. Because... Uh... Saving Dante's ass from Hobbs um, after Dante beats Hobbs with a nosedive. I wonder if we'll get the trio of Dante, uh, Jay, and Leo. That'd be a pretty cool team. It, it kind of makes sense, too. Where's Darius? <laughs> it'll be Darius will join. Dar it'll, make, it'll be a four-man team. I miss him so much. Yeah, I miss him, too. <laughs> um all right so after that um we get an interview with the inner circle jericho says there's no surprise inner circle got faction of the year uh we promised to take over this country i mean company so weird that he said that he said we're gonna that was a very weird so we're gonna to take say over that. this country and we're gonna take over this company and this country and the world. I'm like, <laughs> Chris, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> That's a bit much, actually. <laughs> um, if 2.0 want to get involved, the inner circle will cut them down. Eddie Kingston then walks in, like waves to the camera, because <laughs> he walks in in like the wrong way. Um, he says, "Mind your business. No one cares about Sammy. I want Garcia." Look at my knee. I can barely walk. You two, you know why you're not champs. He looks at Santana and Ortiz as he says that. Jericho says, shut your mouth. I don't give a damn what happened in the streets of New York. This is the big league where we dominate. Santana interjects and says, let's get this shit together. He walks out, and then Ortiz, and then uh, Jake Hager. They all leave. Um... Jericho says, if 2.0 get involved, I'm going to kick your ass. If you get involved, I'm kicking yours too. And Eddie just says, I'm begging you. And then Jericho says, GFY, which means go fuck yourself. What does it now? I just want to clarify that for everyone. The best part too is that he says that, and as the camera cuts away, you just hear Eddie say, GFY? <laughs> like, um, I didn't get it at first either, buddy. I... I want Eddie versus Jericho so bad. Like, inject that into my veins. That would be such a killer match. Yeah, but can Eddie even wrestle right now? I think so. I think the knee thing is in kayfabe. Um, so then we get MJF coming back out. He says, I hate to interrupt this program. Actually, I don't. Uh, CM Punk, I know you're backstage in a world of pain. You won, congrats, but you got powerbombed to oblivion. You got a fluke victory over an oaf. 
You ain't winning next week. Next week, you take your first L in AEW. I'm going to give you the match you've been waiting for. No more running. No more hiding. Next week, it's CM Punk versus Sean Spears, which I'm super excited for because Sean Spears is a hell of a wrestler. Um, we then get the super click with Red Dragon. Cole says, uh, Best friends, we've whooped your asses over and over again. Chris Statlander, you thought you were safe this time. Britt Baker then walks in. She says, We would like to challenge you to a mixed tag team match on Wednesday. Or next Wednesday. And that's going to be a ton of fun. And then... We got probably one of my favorite promos today. Um, so Adam Page comes out. And this is probably the first Dan Lambert promo that I actually really liked. Um, so Adam Page comes out and he says, These past two months I've spent 90 minutes in this ring against one of the best in the world. I've poured sweat, spilt enough blood to float a battleship all for this. The ultimate prize. The AEW World Championship and it's still mine, damn it. But 90 minutes is not enough. It's a new year, the records have reset, and the hangman needs a new challenger. Dan Lambert then comes out, and we're like, oh, fuck. I'm like, oh, yes, Scorpio Sky versus Hangman. This is going to be sick. Um, he says, I hate to interrupt. This guy reminds me of cowboys I used to love. Now we get you, the East Coast urban cowboy. Uh, Paige interjects. If Scorpio or Ethan want a shot, they can tell me to, the, to my face. I, I don't want to hear from a walking Facebook profile. Uh, Lambert says, I know how good you are. The thing I respect the most about you is you didn't take the Cody Rhodes path. When these idiots chanted you deserve it, you looked them in the eye and you said you effing earned it. That guy in the village people can't, can put on some chaps and sing in a hat, but that doesn't make him a cowboy. For the love of God, stop disrespecting the legacies of the cowboys that preceded you. Uh, Paige says, If I'm to understand you, growing on a farm 100 miles from here and winning the damn title isn't cowboy shit? Uh, why don't you come in here in this ring and I'll shove these boots up your ass? And then we get... I is so confused whose walkout this was. We get a countdown. I was, I knew it immediately. We get a countdown, five, four, three, and the Lance Archer comes storming out with a chair, rambling something at Dan Lambert. He's yelling at him. He, Lambert charges in the ring. Archer comes at him in the ring, but then goes for Paige and beats him with the chair. And then gives him a nasty, um, what was it? I think it was the Alabama slam onto the chair. No. Um... I don't know what he calls that move. Um, was it? No. Hang on. Let me, let me pull was it up like, for a second. Like the position of the ego's edge, the eagle's edge, or razor's edge. Yeah, that's his, like, that's his finisher. Um, yeah, I... If only I hadn't blogged so many things. Like, um, I don't know. Blackout? I forgot what he calls it, though. Is it Blackout or Dark Days? It's also the Texas Powerbomb, but I don't think it's that. It's not that. Um, but yeah, so Lance Archer, basically the next uh, challenger for Adam Page, which is fitting because um, 
I I think it was Paige. Somebody mentioned that the ranks are reset now, so we'll be seeing uh, who the next challenger is, and it's fitting it's Lance because everyone's kind of at the same rankings, got the same records in the top five, so it's, it'll be hard to pick somebody. Um, I think it's the blackout. Blackout, okay. Because that's an inverted crucifix power bomb, and yeah, that's what that is. Makes sense. So. Um, yeah, that that's gonna be a hell of a match. Hell of a match. I'm so. I'm. I have missed hearing everybody dies so much. Like it played, and I was like, "Oh my god, a piece of my soul's back." The moment it started counting down, I was like, "Wait a second! I know exactly what's happening here, and I don't know why, but I'm excited." Um, this is the best day. What what could really work with this? Um, Paige beats Lance. That could open up for Mox then entering, possibly by the. Ideally, he'll be finished with rehab by that point, um, and and entering the fray. I, I'm completely spitballing on when something like that would be finished, um, which would also, if you have Mox enter the the title scene, that will give more time for the rest of the division to rack up some wins and losses, create an actual rankings. And then Adam Cole becomes the number one contender, faces Paige, beats him, and then takes the title. I could definitely see that happening. I could. I could do that. I'm just so happy. This is the best day. <laughs> but it didn't end there. So after that, we get an interview with Arn Anderson and uh, Brock and Lee Johnson. Arn says, you guys are doing great. You're going to experience something you've never have before. This is horseman country. FTR walk in with Tully. Tully says, yeah, you can smell it. You can, and you can feel the dead weight. Join us. Ditch it. Uh, dead weight meaning Arn. Um, Dax says, if you want to impress the man that wishes I was his son, why don't you, why don't we have a tag team match? Cash, Cash calls our daddy, but like the weirdest pitch. It, it sounds like a child. I hate Dashy and Cashy, or Daxy and Cashy. Sorry, Dashy and Cashy. But I hate Daxy and Cashy so much; they make me so mad. And by that, I mean I love them. I They're adore the best. them. They're They're the best. Probably, I like early bet right now. They'll be our pick for uh, tag team of the year. 2022. I think if they get a little more time on like under the sun, give, yeah. Give a feud between them and Santana and Ortiz. Ooh, that, yeah. That would cement them. I mean, with, without like inner circle and pinnacle stuff involved, that'll make them tag team of the year. Guarantee it. Um. So then we get a Jade Cargill video package. With her and Mark Sterling. And then we get Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. Yeah, this wasn't this, fantastic. This like nothing. I 
don't want to see more diva and cheetah but that's just me there's gonna be more i the wise words jr who cares what i say (laughs) um yeah deep just attacks hikaru right off the bat um Hits her with a dragon screw in the ropes once they're in the ring. Um, stomps on Sheeta's knee for a little bit, slams it into the mat, and then a single leg crab um, basically leads Paul Turner to say, "And we're done. We're not doing this anymore." Yeah, yeah. So that also set up next week: uh, Serena Deeb versus Sky Blue. Um, good for Sky Blue for getting a big match, but it'll mm. probably just culminate in another Serena D Picaro Sheeta match. The fifth one. So then uh we get an interview with Jurassic Express. Christian says, heal up Phoenix. I'm I'm so why is Christian still with this team? It's not doing him anything. I just hate how Christian like I hate how they're like we're with the tag team champions. Congratulations, guys. And Christian's like, yeah, thanks. And I'm like, who the fuck are you, bud? Yeah. Christian hasn't done shit. He's a hack. He's not even a Hall of Famer. Mark with the big <laughs> fucking words today. Oh, uh, he's, he's so boring right now, especially. Yeah, he does bore me. He's not doing shit. I wonder if he's, like, injured or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's not, he's legit not doing anything on any promotion. So weird. Um, so Jungle Boy then says, what's next is whoever wants a piece, any top five team, anytime. And then Johnny Hungy and Alex Reynolds walk in. And Jungle Boy says, we said top five. (laughs) Silver says, we are top five, the better five. Alex Reynolds says, top five meet, top five tag team. <laughs> uh, Silver said, what about Friday? Our fists, Rampage. And that match is booked for Rampage. That'll be a lot of fun. I just okay. wish it wouldn't, it wasn't just another loss for Silver and Reynolds. They They got to get some wins that aren't on Dark. Um, so then we get Matt Hardy versus Penta El Zero Miedo. Um, but before the match starts, uh, Matt Hardy gets on the mic and he says, Penta, I'm so sorry if your brother got injured, but your downfall began when my team of five be your team of five. So in my backyard, in front of my beautiful family, I'm going to delete you and send you to the hospital to be with your brother. And then the match starts. Yeehaw. Um, so we go back and forth for a while with the delete and the El Cerro Mierdo. Um That took a while. That's part of the whole match right there. Yeah, it was pretty sick, actually. It was funny as fuck. Um, Penta takes Hardy out. Um, fakes Hardy out. Sorry. Can't fucking see. I don't have glasses on. Penta fakes Hardy out, hits him with a cute little chop, um, hits him with a couple of sling blades, and then uh, a rib breaker, or what I rather call a rib cracker. I think that sounds cooler. Um, Penta gets put up top. He gets some rights to the face. Uh, Penta ends up slipping down, though. Kicks Hardy's leg out from under him. Um, goes up, stomps the chest of Hardy on the way down. Um, 
Hardy, however, ends up getting the side effect off onto Penta. Um, doesn't matter. We get that security to the back of Hardy's neck. Hardy gets put up top. He, however, sends Penta down, goes for the moonsault press. Penta moves out of the way. Penta gets the fear factor to Hardy. And then Penta gets a microphone after he wins. Yes, and Penta, Penta says uh, he's going to show Malachi some respect. Basically gives a message to Malachi. The lights go out. Uh, and Malachi Black appears and takes out Alex and brawls with Penta. Tries rip, ripping open uh, Penta's mask. But then Griff Garrison and Brian Pilton Jr. run in and attack Malachi. Julia's on the sideline. She yells, it's not enough. The lights go out. Brody King appears and lays out everyone. And they're acknowledging Brody King. They, they, they don't give any mystery. They're not like, oh, who the fuck is that big guy? No. They, they know who Brody King is. And it's great. It's all about the yeah. respect. Yeah. Um, so that happens and uh yeah i'm i'm super excited for brody he's an incredible wrestler and a great artist as we saw at gcw oh do you mean with the very beautiful dye yeah, written in blood in does that say dye <laughs> The GCW commentators will never not be my favorite, I think. <laughs> yeah. Dave Prazak. I forget who the other guy is, but yeah. Yes. Um, so then we get an interview with Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, and Leo Hirsch. Um, Shivani says, uh, uh, mentions um, Chris's mixed tag match against uh, Britt and Cole. And then Layla says, don't you think that match is a little selfish? We have a match on Rampage. Focus on that. Chris says, if I didn't think I could handle it, I wouldn't accept it. Red Velvet interjects and says, if we, if we even stand a chance at winning, I need both of you to get it together. And then we get the acclaimed versus Bear Country. From Bear Mountain, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Place we're all too familiar yeah. with. Used to go, uh, used to go <laughs> snow tubing there. Snow yeah, tubing, really? A lot of fun. I've been, I've been yeah. tubing once. Yeah. It's a lot better than uh, snow. Don't remember much of it. I don't remember much of it. I just remember I had a huge crush on the guy that was sending people down in the tubes. Okay. <laughs> Glad that's all you could remember. <laughs> I also kept the, um, I thought it was so cool because, like, a lot of kids in my school, like, would go skiing, like, with their families because it was, like, mm -hmm. you know, cold. Um, and I always thought it was super cool how, like, they had, like, the ski, like, lift tag thing on their mm -hmm. jackets. So I kept mine on. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about snow tubing Anyways. was when, how you would get back up the mountain. Where they would, like, hook you up onto, like, yeah, the little line, ride, pretty much, or whatever. It's so fun. Yeah. That's like the perfect scenario because, like, you really don't have to get out of the tube I, that much. When I was a kid, I would be so tempted to grab the cable though that pulls you up, but I also feared that it would rip my hand off somehow. It probably wasn't. Wouldn't have it been smart. Have been, but it wouldn't have ripped my hand off. But to be fair, I'm as a kid, my like fantasy was to be able to like stick my hand out of a car window, and, like slap a sign. I always wanted to do that. 
But <laughs> thinking about it now as an adult, I would have fucking like lost my fucking hand probably. Yeah. <laughs> when that happened, like I I've never seen the movie, but I've heard that happening. When I heard about it, I was like, I'm glad that bitch tried it before I did. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so Bear Country just fucking dominate for a hot second. Um, Bones ends up sending Bronson into Bear Boulder. Bronson, however, um, when he's back in, he's wrestling Bones. He sits on Bones, gets Boulder, and Boulder hits a double flatliner onto both of the acclaimed. Um, they want the Bear Bomb, but Bones kind of fucks them up a little bit. And uh, eventually they acclaimed when I didn't take that many notes on this match because it just was really frustrating. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty opinion. decent enough match. Um, love seeing uh, Bear Country. They they got to get a better push. Um, they I think they just need a better look, in my opinion. Because they take off those masks and they're just like two normal dudes. They need to look scarier. Two yeah. fellas? They got to look more like Blade and uh, Butcher. But like in their own right, look more like bears. Put them in yeah. bear costumes. You want them have to be them furries. walk out in like bear pelts, like Joe Doring does. Yeah, yeah. There have you go. Them managed by Joe Doring. <laughs> Sounds scary as fuck, honestly. <laughs> oh god! All right. So then Sting comes out. Uh, Darby attacks from behind, uh, attacks Max Caster from behind, and Sting takes out Bones and smashes the the uh, speaker. And then, holy shit! You got scared from the cat jumping off the bed. Oh my god! You're going back to being jumpy. It's been a while since you've been this jumpy. Pete's. What? In the name of the Lord, were you doing? Sorry, it's just all of a sudden I see out of the corner of my eyes something fly off the bed, and I hear a thump, and I was like, the cat yeah. fell out of the bed. Somehow the cat launched herself out of the bed. Um, so then, we get a very interesting segment. A pack video package. A package? Yes. Um, so, Pack is bandaged across the eyes, and this is a very artistically done, very cinematic package. Uh, he says, you may never see again, alone and desolate. Is it ever going to come back? You might have blinded me, but now I see everything. I'm not hungry. I appreciate the blessing. Now my perspective is different, and now my vision has never been so good. Um, Miriam said this is Pax Daredevil audition tape. <laughs> I I wonder if he's gonna like if he's gonna keep like the bandaging, or like have some kind of mask that shows off like him being bandaged or like his blindness. Is he gonna go I don't back? Know. I mean, it'd be really fucking difficult for him to wrestle. The He's going to go back to wearing a, a eye patch. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he know. puts in like the like the white contact lenses. 
Yeah, so there like you his go. Eyes look like they're blind. That'd be, That'd be cool. They're so cool. Yeah. Um. And then he holds up a a is it a tarot card that said justice on it. Yes. And um, you you said that one of your friends was it Miriam who um looked at like the images that were shown. Yeah, it was Miriam. Um, she said that the the couple images flashed. One of them was of uh the robed figure in the Malachi black uh, segment from a couple weeks ago. So that could mean a couple things. Could mean that he's just thinking about Malachi Black, or it means he received the blessing and is now a member of the House of Black. You know who would be a good preacher for the House of Black? A good uh, town crier? Samoa Joe. Oh, have you, okay. Have you heard his up, up, down, down, like preachings? He's, yeah, he would be incredible as like a religious character. That's true. I could see that. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> just imagine. Oh, Penta! <laughs> God. Oh God. All right. So. We then get an interview with Matt Hardy. He says, maybe I'm focusing too much on the future of AEW. Maybe it's time to focus more on myself. Andrade then walks in. He says, you need to focus. You are a businessman. You like money? I want to negotiate a deal with you. It will benefit you. Of course, Andrade del Idolo, guaranteed, and Matt Hardy interrupts him. I'm intrigued, but not in front of these people. We'll talk in private. Um... So we might be seeing a little bit of an alliance between Andrade and Matt Hardy. Potentially Matt Hardy abandoning Hardy family office. Or maybe Andrade starting his own faction. Maybe pushing either Private Party or uh, TH2 over to his faction. Either way, could be something really cool. And potentially get Hardy Family Office to be something interesting. Um. So then, finally, what are you doing? What's she doing? She does this thing at, like towards the end of every podcast now, where mm. if she's in the room, she'll go under the desk, and then she'll go up on the wall and start batting at the top of like or the bottom of the desk. So then, all of a sudden, you hear like this weird like shuffling noise under the desk. Interesting. That's her new thing. Sorry. Uh, so finally, we get Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia for the interim TNT championship. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, wish I could have enjoyed it more. I really didn't. Um, but they're just scrapping for a bit. Sammy sends a knee to the head of Garcia um, with an aerial trip from the ring. Uh, it wasn't meant to be a knee. Definitely wasn't. It was meant to be more of his body, but it was definitely a knee that clocked him. Um, Sammy sets up for a GTH, but Garcia breaks free. He hits Guevara with a backbreaker. Garcia ends up pulling Sammy off of the top buckle, hits him with a lariat, then a backdrop driver. He was fucking, he gets feral in the ring. I love it. 
Love it. <laughs> um, eventually, Garcia gets a deep, 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 deep scorpion deathlock on Sammy. Uh, Sammy, however, reaches the ropes, whatever. Uh, Garcia then gets hit with a... When I say nasty, I mean, like, not good uh, crossroads. Yeah, that, that was so um, bad. But you know what? It was it, not. It's an argument for why uh, people doing other people's finishers don't work. Because they haven't mastered them. You can't do them as well as the person yeah. who started it. That makes sense. Um, we get a pile driver to Sammy. It doesn't really matter. Sammy ends up getting off the GTH to win the match, retain the title. Um, and then it's just a fucking scuffle. Scuffle. It is. It is. A uh, whole big brawl between Eddie, Jericho, 2.0, Garcia, and Sammy. Um, and again, I just really want to see Eddie and, and Jericho, Eddie and Garcia. Eddie and Sam, just fucking Eddie and everyone. Eddie versus the world. Give me that storyline. Eddie wants to fight everyone. Everyone wants to fight Eddie. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. That 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 would be his story if he was like a champion. Probably TNT champion. Mm-hmm. God, so good. Um, so just to go over some uh, rampage matches that were announced. Trent Beretta versus Adam Cole will be happening on Friday. Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, and Layla Hirsch versus Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny. Uh, and Sean Spears versus Andrew Everett. And then a um, special look at Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Don't know what's happening with that, but potentially uh, next week's Rampage match. Yeah. All right. So. You want to talk about the bests of the night? I'll talk about the best of the night. Okay. This one. Well, the one we're going to talk about first is promo of the night. And, uh... Okay. We had a lot of good promos today. A lot of interesting stuff. I... We did. In all honesty... I kind of want to give this to to Paige and Lambert. Like, even even if Lance didn't come out, I still would have very much enjoyed this because it's it's Lambert actually saying something, and not just being like edgy boomer. He's actually being like, no one's gonna take you seriously with his gimmick. You're not gonna reach the heights of everyone before you. Um, I I think that could be an interesting story if they delve deeper into that. But on it, at least on its own, in this promo, it was pretty well done. Um, and yes, thank you, Miriam. If you have a question for us, leave it in the chat right now, and we'll get to it after the bests of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us in the live show twitch.tv forward slash a pinfall podcast. Um. But yeah, and then Lance coming in is the, the icing on top to get us in our next steps forward. What do you think? I really don't agree with what, you. What do you think instead? Is it the Matt Hardy one? 
I just hate Dan Lambert. I'm tired of listening to him. Okay, so what then? But I'll I'll go with, I'll go with it. I just don't agree with it. So do you want to go with Pack instead? I think Pack is a better option personally. And I hate to say that because I I, I love Lance, but okay, then we'll go then we'll go with Pack. Okay. Um, so let's talk about wrestler of the night. We had a lot of good wrestling tonight, um, but I think there's a clear winner here. So three, three yeah. options for wrestler of the night. Okay. Uh, Dante Martin, Penta, and Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia? Good. I, I agree. Okay. Alright, so... Let me, let me actually fucking keep track of this. Alright. So, match of the night. As always, you go from the worst to the best. And then we'll talk about which one will be the best of the night. So, worst match of the night... With a 3 out of 10, Karushita versus Serena Deeb. There's no point having this match, honestly. Yeah. We, we, we're we already given the same information that we have been, that Serena wants to maim Sheeta. That's it. Uh, Next up, the 5 out of 10, the Claimed versus Bear Country. This is a decent enough match. Uh, Next up, another 5 out of 10, Matt Hardy versus Penta. I didn't feel anything special. It was pretty decent, you know. No, nothing, nothing bad. Uh, next up, five out of ten. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Uh, next with a six out of ten. Wardlow versus CM Punk. I thought all the story stuff, the wrestling itself was like whatever, but the story was very rich, and and filled this match to the brim. And then finally, my pick for match of the night, Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. I thought this was a ton of fun. Garcia is incredible to watch. And seeing uh, Eddie at ringside was also very fun. I do concur. Would have been ranked higher if 2.0 hadn't gotten involved until after the match. Or if Garcia won because 2.0 got involved. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen, and then it didn't, and I was like... I really wish you would have won. No. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. Alright, so... Do you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. Alright, let me pull up... Uh, YouTube comments. Let's see, let's see, let's see... Where are our comments? Alright, so I think we have a couple. No, that's from day one. This uh, new comment. Okay. Um. So let's. We'll start with Milam's on YouTube, and then we'll go with Mariam's in the chat. So Milam on YouTube asks, yeah. "Who do you think is winning, quote unquote, on the mic between MJF and Punk, or is it even?" 
I think MJF. I think in a heartbeat it's MJF. Yeah, I mean, the way he came out at the Long Island show, the MJF's music. Yeah, it was fucked up, actually. when uh, he was getting, I think he was getting booed at that one other show. Um, but he quickly turned around and addressed the crowd. Give a great line. I don't know. I I think I don't remember. I don't remember what he said exactly, but I remember he he retorted the crowd in a great way. MJF's just been uh he's um, been grabbing a low hanging fruit, which is the point. I don't know. I think he's been doing great. I've really been enjoying him on the microphone more. And I think MJF more often, I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, mm. are we allowed to say that? So. Okay. Um, so Miriam asked, where do you think the House of Black group is going? Like, what do you think is their uh, end goal based on all the people Malachi has attacked already? That's an interesting question. I don't know. I wonder if they'll like feud with Dark Order. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm trying to think of like bigger factions that like you know. They would definitely feud with faces, so Dark Order is an option. Could it could be a very interesting feud if they if they go back to uh Cody and they do House of Black versus Nightmare Family. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be a good one. I think that they'll end up going towards Dark Order. Because, mm. like, culty. Yeah. Fun cult versus not so yeah, fun get cult. The Dark Order, like, acting a bit serious. Yeah, and, like, get the Dark Order involved in something I again. I some really interesting matches happening there. And then that culminates to uh, Malachi versus Hangman for the title. There you go. Um, but imagine like Brody versus Colt, or um, if if Pack does align with them, Pack versus Silver. Mm, Preston yeah. versus uh, Brody. Preston mm. for Preston. Preston would get fucking obliterated. Yeah. Poor thing. Um. No, I I would like to see them go after Dark Order. I would love to see them go after Nightmare Family. I think we're going to have to wait to see them. Like They're going to have to go after bigger factions, yeah. I think. Um, and Dark Order would be really great, especially if Julia ends up um, with House of yeah. Black. Because then we've got, like, Anna Jay. And that'd be fun. I think, um, I'm really excited for this. I think that there's so many possibilities. This, so many possibilities. Think about this. Uh, House of Black versus the elite when Kenny comes back and their faces it's possible and pack versus the bucks Kenny versus Malachi who do you think is going to get Adam Cole in that Adam Cole is going to be with Red Dragon like what side do you think he'll be on this is after the inevitable split and Cole sides with Red Dragon. I. You don't see Cole going with Red Dragon? Okay. No, I do. I do. 
I don't know. I, I, I just... I... There's so much I want from House of Black, and yet I don't know what all of it is yeah. at the end of the day. If that makes sense. Like, I think that there's so many possibilities, and my brain is, like, ping-ponging off of everything. I'm like... Mm-hmm. But, I mean... This is going to be the coolest faction that they've had in a yeah. long-ass time. Another interesting idea could be they go after the Inner Circle. Hager versus uh, Brody... P&P. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering who is the tag team in House of Black. Like, It better be Dan Housen and Pack. Dan Housen is not stop. joining House of Black. <laughs> I know, but it's so much fun to pretend. I hope they get Tony Depp in and have him join House of Black. That would be so sick. <laughs> Dude, Tony and Pack together. Unbearable. You know, be too obnoxious what if because they were violence unlimited together homicide joins house of black and they shift gears to facing inner circle while eddie's feuding with inner circle and that gets eddie to side with jericho because he sees his buddy homicide in this cult and like like brainwashed and so it becomes this big ass feud if I'm being honest, I'm being very like honest that. with you. I feel like in kayfabe, if Homicide saw Brody King in this cult, he'd probably sit back and be like, <laughs> they're pretty fucking cool, actually. He's like, he did write die in his blood on that door. <laughs> what did we expect from him? Wait, what if... <sighs> what if PCO joins House of Black... He'd be a cool addition. He could. I can't imagine he has that many matches left. He seems like he's kind of winding down. As as he should. As he should. But I don't know. I think he's going to be a little busy with Impact. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's happening. Yeah, I did too. Up until five seconds ago. And what the fuck, what's happening with the um, Briscoes and FTR? Uh, FTR called Did out I... the Briscoes on Twitter. I don't know what the video said. I wonder if that'll happen at the April Super Show or Supercard. Do we know what the, the vibe is for that? Well, Ring of Honor advertised it recently. Their Supercard of Honor. Oh. 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 It'll probably be a lot of uh, Impact versus Ring of Honor stuff. Maybe FTR versus Briscoes. But you gotta imagine that would be an AEW match. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen uh, next week. Because it seems like FTR versus Brock and Lee is like a nothing match. Bring in the Briscoes then. Have them attack out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I go going back to the question though. Oh yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> I was say we're we're looking at all the loose ends. Um I don't know. I, I, I'm really I think that this could be the coolest faction that AW yeah. has. 
if they play I their cards right. I think they need to just figure out their divisions. They need like a tag team. Yeah. They need a singles guy. And all three that are in it right now seem like all singles guys. Yeah. Yeah. I get that, um, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that I'm right. I'm hoping that they go after Dark Order. I don't see them doing that anytime soon, but I think their first feud is going to be like a mishmash. Yeah. Uh, Marion said, "I really thought Briscoes would attack FTR while they were in North Carolina, considering FTR attacked Briscoes in their home territory." Yeah, makes you sense. You know, I kind of thought that too after I saw them call out the Briscoes on that video, but. Yeah, maybe that'll happen at Rampage. Maybe. <laughs> um, okay, actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think Spears that. Spears has a match. Because... Don't FTR no, I think have that's a match? on Dynamite. Ah, tits. Oh. Which, I mean... Sorry, got excited for I don't know when this. Uh, let me let me. This will be the last thing. Um, I just want to see when next or where next week's dynamite is happening. So, let's see, dynamite and rampage next week's dynamite isn't. Oh, it's in DC. Okay. Ooh. Oh, yeah. oh, something big must be happening next week on on rampage. Because they've More. got it as a separate show. It's a, it's a live rampage. Ooh. Ooh. That's going to be very interesting. Curious, oh, curious. Man, the DC show? That's awesome. Might see something very cool. What? Oh my god, I'm so excited for you. That's gonna be so much fun. When's the next... They wanted hmm? to make Battle of the Belts like a regular thing. Is that happening again anytime soon? Oh, I thought that was just like a special like... I thought Boop -boop. they were planning more. Could have sworn. I didn't hmm. think so. Okay, well... That's something to look forward to next week. Um, but yeah, that's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? If you tuned in tonight. Thank you so much. If you tuned in the future, thank you so much. Um, hopefully I'll actually put this up on Spotify Ideal. on Thursday. Um, please tune in tomorrow for our Impact post show where we're going to talk about, you guessed it, Impact. Um, and this time I'll actually take notes on the BTI match, assuming that's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, please tune in tomorrow for our Impact post show, and then please remember to tune in on Sunday for our terminus probably watch yeah, along let us know if you uh would rather have a live watch along or a uh post show afterwards um either way let us know on twitter in the comments or in the chat uh which our youtube is the pinfall podcast our twitch is 
twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast our twitter is at pinfall podcast and you if you want to listen to us on spotify just search up the pinfall podcast uh, i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine 23 and we'll see you all tomorrow for impact wrestling on access tv have a great night everybody we'll see you tomorrow